0: future vision entertainment a network of online radio stations has been in operation since 2005 this covid 19 crisis has affected our advertising and revenue because many of the organizations that would advertise their event or business are not doing so since there had been a declared shut-in we're asking listeners to support the station's efforts to stay on the air any amount would be grateful As we need the funds for the overhead cost of rent, utilities, and necessary upgrades to keep our staff at home and functioning so that we can still provide the best music and entertainment on all of our eight stations. Future Vision Entertainment is the next evolution of radio. We have several great programs that we would like to keep on the air, such as Ray Neal and The Best Music of Your Life, The Chef Greg Show, Evenings with B.O.T., Smooth Groove Sundays with DJ Harris, The D. Curtis Randall Show, and The Afternoon Ride with Lamont Watts, to name a few. Please make a donation today at www.gofundme.com forward slash help FVE.
1: Okay.
0: Harvey Chicago, a future vision entertainment station.
2: It's now time for the world famous Royce Glamour show
3: with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair.
4: Voice.
5: All right, y'all, what's going on?
4: What's Nothing happening, boys. What's going on with you, man?
1: I
5: see everybody here in the studio. Y'all made it, man. What's going on?
4: Yeah, we all did make it. A whole lot of serious stuff is going on, so we're going to get right into the serious stuff. Okay. You know, tomorrow, the state of Illinois will go into stage three. It'll be open, Mm -hmm. but understand this. All residents of Chicago, people who live in Chicago or are visiting Chicago or trying to do business here, Mm -hmm. it will not open tomorrow. So don't get your license taken or don't go running outside trying to uh, think that the city is open. The mayor has decided that she's going to take the Uh, stay indoors thing until the middle of june at least is what she said it could be sooner but the state Mm -hmm. everything outside of the city of chicago will be open tomorrow Mm -hmm. for uh, stage three or phase three whatever it is it's still limited to uh stay in the house almost just got your mask on you can go to an outdoor restaurant or I think the barber shops and stuff like that. So you're trying to stay inside and do the right thing. and I want to read something here. I'm not trying to be a preacher, I'm just trying to say a little something here. Mm-hmm. In uh, Galatians six and nine, you're trying to do the right thing and this is what it says about that. And let us not be weary in well doing for in due season, We shall reap if we faint not. So that's in Galatians. Now, if you go over to uh, uh, Psalms, and we want to go to Psalms uh, 30 and Mm 5. This is what it says in Psalms 30 and 5. For his anger endureth but a moment. Let me start that over again. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Mm -hmm. Weeping may endure for a night, which you're probably doing because you got to stay inside. But joy cometh in the morning. Okay? Okay? Then you want to go to Psalms 126. And that's taking me a minute here.
5: I should have wore um, my suit.
4: I mean, you, you could have brought you lunch or something, <laughs> you know. Well, I was coming to church. <laughs> in Psalms 126 and 5, it tells you, They that sow in tears, which you probably are crying, shall reap in joy. Now, that's what I wanted to say about the virus stay-at-home thing. It's a struggle. Everybody wants everything to be back open again. I'm in that group, but we can't. And if we suffer through this stuff, we're going to have joy later on. Imagine how it'll be the day that they call you and tell you everything is open. Just think of what you're going to do when it's open. Now, on this Ahmad Arbery, people want to say that this is an unusual thing, uh, uh, not a normal thing for this to happen. This is America. America was built on this type of thing happening to black people. By certain white people. I didn't say all white people. By certain white people. And we have the Reverend Moss. It is not a sermon. He is making a a statement. He is uh, uh, telling you the history, one perspective of history about America. It's long, so we're going to have ten minutes of it. And then we'll come back and we'll have another 10 minutes of it after that because it's 22 minutes long. But it's for, uh, Ahmad Armory. And before we could play it, here we have now George Floyd, which proves what the Reverend Moss is saying is true. This is America and it needs to change. Busting up Target and getting you a TV is not the change that we're looking for and not going to cause any change that you're looking for because that's going to bring the National Guard in on you. And me being in the military, they never told me to shoot to wound somebody. They would shoot to kill. So you might get killed because now the National Guard has been called in about George. We need a total, complete, mass, peaceful, peaceful civil disobedience to stop this stuff. But breaking up targeting stuff is not the gum answer. Now check out what Moss is saying, and we'll be back.
2: 5,000 steps, 2.2 miles. A man just shy of his 26th birthday stepped out into the sun and ran for the final time upon this earth. 5,000 steps, 2.2 miles. He encountered two men who tested positive for Confederate COVID-1619. The disease is often asymptomatic and spreads through human contact, rhetoric, ignorance, and family relationship. Ahmad Arbery, a man of potential, was attacked and killed by men infected with America's most common and potent viral agent. This virus alters the eyesight of the attacker, weaponizing the body, giving the illusion of blackness as a threat, making melanin appear as a weapon and any movement as potential danger. It took 10 weeks for an arrest to be made due to the potency of this viral agent. It was necessary for a videotape to be released and pressure from prophetic voices to force the Georgia Bureau of Investigation to relieve the local Brunswick, Georgia police of their duty in this matter. Another life taken, another public lynching, another news story, another act of recorded black death. It is disturbing our nation has become comfortable with weekly broadcasts of black bodies falling to the ground. It has become an unsolicited primetime series that we all hope and pray will be canceled from the collective consciousness of America's civic memory. 5,000 steps, 2.2 miles. The death of Ahmaud Arbery is not an anomaly, but a historical pattern of behavior that binds every American to an unexamined history of our nation. I am Otis Moss III, and this is the cross and the lynching tree, a requiem for Maude Auberry. Many will hear my voice and shy away from this story of lament. But I believe freedom resides within our reach when we face our fears and come to grips with the truth. The death of Ahmad and other bright stars kissed by nature's sun who were robbed of the opportunity to shine in the light of this unfinished democracy is rooted in a history we failed to acknowledge. This American project, this experiment of bruised democracy was born in the murky depths of predatory self-interest nursed by a parent known as chattel slavery. This demonic agent has hovered around human society for centuries, but this form of enslavement brought to the alleged new world, attached nuance not seen in human history. Chattel slavery introduced the myth of race and racial hierarchy. It was a new flavor added to this ancient form of cruelty. This new invention of racial caste would forever color the landscape of America's past and yet to be. America's wealth was birthed out of this new system for this country's economic growth, dependent on the scarred yet strong hands of black people, black men, black women, and children without permission gave their genius, intellectual creativity, and spiritual vitality to enrich colonial territories and eventual southern states in America. Many cannot admit it, nor embrace the fact that America is America because of black labor and black genius. The wealth of Wall Street was cultivated from the soil of an illicit trade and branded backs of a stolen people. This myth of race is a socially constructed lie, where people in power defined another group with arbitrary characteristics. We ceased in America to be African, Igbo, Yoruba, Fulani, Ashanti. We became a caste, not an ethnicity but a thing in the imagination of a people who feared our potential and were terrified of our power. Our color was weaponized. Blackness carried a strange duality. Is it not strange the insanity of racism and supremacist thought? We were brilliant enough to feed white children nurse them at our breast, rotate crops, plant and engineer new agricultural species, design and build homes and bridges. We could train horses, domesticate wild animals, introduce new cooking techniques to America and expose the world to new musical genres, delight the nation with our oral dexterity to tell a story. We could recite verses from memory, create poetry on the spot, and yet the myth stated. We were still not intelligent and physically dangerous due to our beautifully melanated skin, even though the entire economic system of America rested on our ingenuity. It should be noted, even though this lie was being communicated, we by nature were and are a people of resistance. Our faith was and is a faith of resistance. The Christianity practiced by people of African descent led to revolts, radical resistance, and a new interpretation of what it meant to follow Jesus. We saw Jesus not as a European figure given to us by missionaries, but as a dark-skinned Palestinian Jew who stood on the side of the oppressed. Jesus was for us and with us, was a savior who experienced the pain of occupation and knew the heartache of loved ones being brutalized by occupying forces. Jesus was not just a spiritual figure, but a physical savior who knew all about our troubles. The disease of racial terror spread, but the vaccine of our spirituality demanded we fight. Never forget, we are a people of the Spirit, and as people of the Spirit, we recognize something, that when we pray, we also protest. Our ring shouts are connected to resistance, songs are connected to service. We have the ability to speak in tongues and speak truth to power all at the same time. Our tradition has never been either or, but always both and, merging the sacred and the secular. Our ancestors believed all life is sacred, all action is sacred. When you cook in the kitchen, it's sacred and can cause a shout. When you sing, it is sacred and can cause you to dance. Loving is sacred and is ordained by God. Even jogging to maintain your temple was a sacred act. Nothing was removed from the realm of God. We are people of resistance. From the moment we placed our feet upon this foreign soil, we resisted. We held fast to a spirituality and to the spirit that sang in our hearts, before I be a slave, I will be buried in my grave. Our faith is a faith of resistance. Our journey has been a journey of resistance, not acceptance, not compromise, but resistance. We found ways to make a way out of no way to open doors no man can shut, and shut doors that no man can reopen. We claimed our agency when our humanity was questioned by questionable people. We tied a knot at the end of our rope just so that we could hang on a little while longer. Do not fall for the false or foolish quasi-academic tales that our faith caused us to accept oppression. Our faith was never made, made us docile. This is a lie. There was a reason reading the Bible was illegal. There was a reason reciting the gospel was outlawed. There was a reason a man or a woman could not preach without a white person present. Those who tried to hold our souls hostage knew reading leads to resistance. And reading the words of Jesus and the actions of Moses will lead to underground railroads, abolition, and in some cases, plantations will end up being burned down. We are people of resistance, and our resistance always, unfortunately, led to resentment. After emancipation, four million people of African descent were freed into the imperfect union of the United States, the period of reconstruction and resentment led to people of African descent being elected to Congress, the Senate, and state houses across the United States. From 1865 to 1877, the South witnessed an unprecedented level of governmental efficiency and compassion for all citizens. Congressman Thomas Miller, one of the first people of African ancestry to sit in the House of Representatives, stated this about his native South Carolina. We have built schoolhouses established charitable institutions, built and maintained the penitentiary system, provided education for the deaf, rebuilt ferries and bridges. In short, we reconstructed the state, placed it upon the road of prosperity. Black people, the ones disinherited, placed the South in the position to prosper 200 years after dehumanization. We gave the South prosperity, not punitive action. And in return, our former Confederate brethren gave us ashes oh. for our.
6: jeff johnson and you're listening to the royal
5: yeah i'm just just thinking about different things that i was listening to yeah it's kind of heavy man it's yeah, heavy. it is uh
4: and before like i said you could even listen to reverend moss mm-hmm. talking about uh, ahmaud Arbery. Mm-hmm. here's another one so that's just proof that what the man is saying is true mm-hmm. about the existence of this racist atmosphere in America that everybody wants to, well, not everybody, but people want to try and say it doesn't exist or mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not as bad as it is or some, you know, you got a couple of dollars and you can go out and take somebody someplace. You know, you you cool in the gang. Yeah. You know, that's why Biden said something and every well not every but I hear on the radio blacks saying oh he shouldn't have said something like that I might not vote for him. Hmm. You got white folks saying oh that was racist. You gonna call Trump a racist? What about Biden what he said. What the man said in my interpretation of it mm-hmm. was this if you live in America Mm -hmm. and you are of the dark race, and you're thinking about voting for Trump, you are not living the life of a black person because everything Trump is about is against you. That's what he said. If you want to vote for Trump as opposed to me, you're not black. In other words, you're not living a black life because black people are catching pure D mm-hmm. hell from mm-hmm. Trump and his gang. Mm-hmm. So that's what he said. He didn't say, oh, you you black, you got to vote for me. No. He didn't he say right. that. Right. And, and it, you know, it's kind of maddening to hear the interpretation that I'm hearing from all of these people, mm-hmm. especially that house Negro Elder um, Larry Elder comes on and and wants to say, "Isn't this racist here?" uh Protecting Trump, everything comes out of his mouth. Man, it, it's so hard not to just throw the radio away listening to him. But you got to listen to people like that so you know what the enemy the is saying. From. Exactly. Right. But to have a I, like they called him on his show, somebody calling a coon. A house Negro like that—it's yeah. just unbelievable. Try to turn this man around, and then he comes out and apologizes. He shouldn't have. He should have came out and said, "What I said was, if you black and you vote for Trump, you crazy. Mm-hmm. You have—you're not living a black life yeah. every day because yeah. if you were, you would see that this man is trying to destroy you." And I'm sitting up here telling you that I'm going to try and help you. Now, whether he does it or not, I'm not telling you to vote for Biden, uh, none of that stuff. I'm just saying whether he does it is a different story. But what he says and the history that he has, supposedly, Mm -hmm. is different from the history that Trump has.
5: And if Biden would have said it just like you said it, Mm -hmm. explained it to them, right at the first part of it when he was talking, That would have been a better way than what what he said. It would
4: have been you know, I, I don't know. You broke
5: it down a little a little more for him. Yeah,
4: you know. Th- right. But like it like I said, and we got to get back into this uh Reverend Moss uh history lesson here. Okay. Uh but it's it's long, but listen to it. This is the end of it. It's another ten minutes, and uh keep in mind They that sow in tears, and meaning that living in tears, Mm -hmm. will reap, or in other words, get joy. Those, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Mm -hmm. And that, my buddy, is Psalms 126 and 5.
2: This act of agency and excellence caused deep resentment. As black people, skilled and unskilled, competed with white labor, men who were fed the lie of racial superiority could not face the truth that black people were not inferior. Southern life from 1865 to 1877 had improved not just the lives of black people, but for all people who resided in the South. For a person in power to reject the lie of racial superiority was to give up the true religion of America. Capitalism plus racial privilege. In order to protect the economic interests of landowners and the fragile egos of men who bought into this racial lie, a new myth was born, the myth of black criminality. One professional charlatan by the name of D.W. Griffith used his filmmaking technique to tell the world that those of a darker hue are prone to crime and have an irresistible urge to assault women. They can only be tamed through rough and brutal means to keep them in their place. Stay in your place, boy. Stay in your place, girl. Stay in your place. We cannot allow you to roam free in this country. You are not a real citizen, and you have no rights that I am bound to respect. As a matter of fact, I need to check your ID. When you are in spaces I determine you should not be, give me your ID. What are you doing in this neighborhood? Why do you have those skittles in your hand? What are you doing with that bottle of tea? You look suspicious in that hoodie. How dare you run through my neighborhood? Let me see your long form birth certificate to ensure that you are an American citizen. How dare you, boy! Assault my fragile ego by forcing this nation to face the fact that racism is a lie. We are here to make America great. Again. There are those who would rather believe the lie, thinking it is better to damn a nation and curse our children than face the fact that all of humanity has been created equal in the sight of God. Five thousand steps. point two miles it is the poet of the Psalms who raises the question and it is the word uh, to those of us uh, who are fearful for our children on this day and want to see a better nation rise it is a word that we must all shout together collectively as citizens of this country if it is to be the country that God intends it to be we must wrestle with the question how long must I wrestle with these thoughts As the psalmist says, how long must I rest uh, in this sorrow, and must it speak from my soul? The question from the poet is the question every black parent who raises a child must raise within their soul. What confederate virus shall attack my child this day? Will their childlike bodies become mutated in the eyes of men holding guns? Shall they be broken by micro-slights that see their brilliance as an exception and their acceptance into college as a scheme? Should they be bruised or will they be bruised by kinfolk looking to release their pain in the form of violence upon bodies that mirror their own? Shall my daughter, as he be seen as a grown woman, Because in the mind of some men, her skin always adds ten years to the age of a little black girl. These are the questions no parent should wrestle with, but all parents raising a black child must confront. The slippery demon of anxiety lurks in the back of our mind. Will they make it home today? We find some comfort in the psalmist, for the psalmist understood our current pain through the past experience of those who were called Israelites being a Hebrew a Jew an Israelite a person of the darker hue under occupation you were allowed uh, to raise questions to God in poetry and song about your sanity and also about the safety of your family the psalmist is under occupation living in a world where a nation viewed his people as worthless and minimal at best the writer wants God to answer and in the process does a revolutionary thing I dare us to do as a nation what the psalmist has done uh, and change the trajectory of this country. The psalmist was willing to face uh, the tragedy with a faith that was uh, so uplifting and powerful, a faith that faces tragedy. If we are to change the course of our civic river, we must call the names of those uh, we lost and face the tragedy of this moment. Do not hide your head, but call the name of Ahmad and the names of all those who died because the reflection of their skin caused a man of power to become blind. Call the names of those who rest in power. Call the names of daughters and sons we are ashamed to call the name of a Ahmad. Say the names of those lost too early and swept away by tragedy. Say their names. Say their names. Speak their names. Say their names. And saying their names, we develop a faith that is able to bless while we are yet bleeding. The psalmist says, In the 22nd division offers another lament, and it speaks to our moment. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The psalmist uh, did something difficult, raising a difficult question uh, before God. But this is the same question that is picked up by Jesus on Calvary. Jesus offers this lament, speaking to God, asking God while he is on the cross, God, why have you forsaken me? But there's something that I love about Jesus because as he is bleeding on the cross, he is still offering forgiveness and at the same time welcoming people into the kingdom of God. Jesus was blessing while he was bleeding. Our hearts break. Our souls are bloody from the strain of this moment because we have seen too many of these moments. We are not simply called to bleed and act as victims. We must also bless and work and seek justice. We are called to live a life of love and compassion and courage. This nation shall not be saved by those in power, nor saved by those who seek power, but by those who have tender hearts and tough souls, those who have been outcast and desire a better tomorrow. America can only be saved by those who have the dexterity to bless while they are still bleeding. Bless, I say. We bleed, but we must bless. We weep for our children, but we must bless at the same time for those who have not yet been born. And you raise the question, how do we bless? We must pray, and then after our prayers, get up and vote. How do we bless? We pray, and after our prayers, get up and dare create a moral economy. How do we bless? We pray, then we get up and repeal every stand, ground, and open and carry law. How do we bless? We pray, and then raise money to elect D.A. sheriffs, and judges. We have work to do, a faith that carries the scars of liberation and the scars of the cross. The cross, according to James Cone, is the ancient symbol of lynching. Our Savior was lynched. Hmm. Uh, We must reinterpret our faith so that it is returned back to the source. Faith in Christ means we are to forever advocate for the disinherited. We have removed all the radicalism from our faith. We have been hypnotized by an Americanized form of capitalism that masquerades as Christianity. Our faith carries the scars of Calvary. Our faith walk is not about avoiding pain and self-help, but being transformed and becoming the hands and feet of Christ. The cross was a lynching event. And if we identify the cross as a moment of lynching, we deepen our compassion and our call for the most vulnerable in our society. The psalmist asked the question that we must ask today, how long? And I borrow from the words of that great prophet by the name of Martin Luther King, Jr. How long? Not long. Because Carlisle is right, no lie can live forever. How long? Not long. Because William Cullen Bryant is right, truth crushed to the ground will arise again. How long? Not long. Because James Russell Lowell is right, truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet the scaffold sways the future. How long? Not long. Because the Bible is right, you shall reap what you sow. With this faith, we will be able to hew out the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of humanity. With this faith, we will be able to speed up the day when all of God's children in our nation, whether black or white, Muslim or Methodist, Asian or Atheist, Latino or Lutheran, Presbyterian or Pentecostal, Protestant or Catholic, Jew or Gentile, queer or Quaker, agnostic or Anglican, Baptist or Buddhist, Hindu or holiness, ghetto or country, Sikh or sanctified, redneck or reformed, urban or suburban, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of that great poet from South Central L.A. named Kendrick Lamar. We gonna be all right. Or in the words of our ancestors, "Free at last, free at last! Thank God Almighty, we are free at last."
6: jeff johnson and this portion of the royce glamour talent show with royce and donald is brought to
1: you yeah tony blair the sign daddy is here with praying cheap so you don't despair one-stop shop for your printing needs copy banners to obituaries open seven days a week come stop in Tony Blade sign daddy for the win. Located in Bronzeville, we are the best. Tony Blade sign daddy different from the rest. Give us a call today 312 789 4888. Even offering same day service. That's 312 789.
5: Hi, I'm Royce Glamour. Watch the number one talent show, The Royce Glamour Show, on cable channel 19 every Saturday in June at 10.30 a.m. Talent of all kind, singers, dancers, models, and if you have talent, give us a call at 773-734-2739. That last song that played Love Makes a Woman was my big sister, Barbara Acklin. And to find out more about Barbara's career, go on YouTube to Barbara Acklin on Soul Facts. The number one cleaners in the city of Chicago, that's Blair's Cleaners and Laundry Mat. They're located at 7320 and 7322 South on Vincennes. If you want your clothes clean right, if you really want them clean right, you better take them to Blair's. And if you need a car or a truck, Give us a call at 773-734-2739. We'll find you one of the nicest cars you ever wanted. Hey, you know, listening to all that good music and all that good talk made me a little hungry. So you know what I want. I want some of them Harold's chicken wings with that mild sauce. Man, 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 I got to call him. I got to call him. Hi,
7: my name is Opal Staples. And I'm Angel Gray. And we
4: love Harold's Chicken on 87th Street. That's 87th and the Dan Ryan, to be more exact. In normal times, if you're on the Dan Ryan Expressway and you exit at 87th Street, if you turn left or you turn right, they got you in one bite. But now, with the virus going on, they want you to exit at 87th Street and turn to the west and go to 100 West 87th Street to Harold's Chicken. Before you go, give them a call at 773-224-3314 because you can only go in and pick up your order and leave. That's Harold's Chicken, 100 West 87. Give them a call at 773-224-3314. If you're having a hunger attack, you see a vending machine next to you. Check the logo on there and see if it says Healthy Natural Vending. If it does, that's a family-owned business. They've been in business for over eight years, and the product in that machine is fresh. Also, if you're a business person and you're looking for your own vending machines, give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending. He'll bring your vending machines over and keep the product in your machines fresh. And for business persons, Angelo guarantees the highest commission in the industry. So give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending at 773-407-2908. That's 773 407 2908 or just visit them at the website at www.healthysnacksil.com. It's www.healthysnacksil.com.
1: Get, up and get down, get up out of your seat Get up and get down, get up and move your feet. Come on, get up and get down Get up out of your seat Come get up and get down get
3: In a drag net, you're not complete. A battle in a fragment, so creative and witty, and I'll stand in. And I'll be demanding that you're abandoned in the desert or a wild west town while well, I'm at your crib on a cherry go round. Where will she stop? No one knows. Like I said before, bring on the Weren't in doubt, took a crack at a 40 and went to show him how you like me now, but you didn't before. Cause you forgot I was raw. Jeez.
6: y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, you know what I mean, that's whoa. Anything ill you see is whoa. Had me with Big Six at the club, that's whoa. Especially if it got the fully equipped kid on it, it's whoa. Like, you know what I mean, like, yo, I had this bad chick of town she was whoa. Had me messed up in the head, I mean whoa. Bought the chick diamonds and pearls, I mean oh. Should've seen the ice shining on the wrist oh. Now money ain't the bottom, see my dough is like oh. Pull out my bankroll on y'all dudes like oh. Lost the blue ship, 2 tip like oh. Money wanna beat my blueprints, I'm like oh. Had to hit the brake on y'all brothers like oh. Brothers getting bagged on my block like oh. Coming home within a half an hour like oh. Fun like they had the manpower like oh. More or less more so, I rip guitar, so I live the fast life. Come through in the poor slow, like whoa. My people, like dough, like drove, nitro, mic flow, nice clothes, like whoa. Ease pain with, like whoa. Now I'm Doc Strange in the range, like whoa. 100 miles an hour, switching lanes, like whoa. Plus, I'm getting rain from the chick, like whoa. Finger near brother 8, like whoa. Team floor, switches, and chicks, like whoa. Now I come for crack like whoa, asking for shorts, now baby that's whoa, half on his pork, now baby that's whoa, flow so properly, you'll see I'm whoa, ain't no stopping me, I'm beat like whoa, joints be popping, be we creep like whoa, hear my name in these streets like whoa, must I pound the concrete like whoa, fill his rich ass at the feet like whoa, your man ain't. D.I. Joe D.I. k K-Riders ain't whoa I'll rip your torso and live the fast life Come through in the boss slow like whoa My people like dough, night like nitro, 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 nitro my flow, flow, nice flows like whoa Brothers getting money in VA is whoa. Honey's looking right in ATL is whoa. Brothers laying low in Chi-Town is whoa. Six taking paper in L.A. is whoa. Whoa. Brothers stacking dough in D.C. is yeah. D I Jersey, my people is whoa. Florida people, Philly, Jackson Champion, Texas Cleveland is whoa. Memphis and Little my brothers is whoa. My New York people, homie down. Right.
0: listen to the voice
5: All right, like whoa 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 <laughs> I saw Donald over there Dancers, hey man, sit down, we are getting ready to come back On air to woe. Hands all up in the air. Whoa! You saw whoa. me. You saw me. I saw you. Looked like you tried to do a split. Put That's that, when we ran over there and got
4: you. Put that thing down. <laughs> I told you it's not legal everywhere. <laughs> we at your favorite part of the show, man. Oh, no. Yep, pop quiz. Uh-oh. Curtis, get ready. We're going to jump right into it because we're running late a little bit. This young man was born in this month in 1933. And he died in the 12th month on the 25th day of 2006. Well, I'm going to have to say, whoa, because this guy was trying to out-camow me. I know who this is. It was Mr. James Brown. Got that right. This young man, male vocalist, he was born in the second month of 1945, and he died in this month in 1981.
0: I got this one. This is Bob Marley.
4: Got that one right. Okay, well, let's continue right quick here. This young lady was born in the twelfth month of 1953 and she died in this month on the tenth day of this year.
5: Get him again. Get him again. Okay, that was
4: Betty, right? <laughs> yeah, Betty, right? Oh. No, it wasn't. It was Bessie Regina Norris. Oh. Betty, right there. <laughs> Okay, Betty, that was right. This young man, he was born in the twelfth month. In 1932, and he died in this month on the ninth day of this year. This guy could almost play piano as good as I play. Oh, yeah. Little Richard. Got that one. No, you didn't. You was wrong, too. Uh Uh-oh. Richard Wayne Penniman.
5: Richard Richard who?
4: Wayne Penniman. All right. All right. That's Little Richard. I think
5: he over there cheating because I see another (laughs) piece of paper in his hand.
4: This young man was a producer and a rapper and he also uh, discovered talent. And uh, he was born in the ninth month of 1960. And he died in this month on the seventh day of this year.
0: Okay, he discovered Puff Daddy. Uh, he, that was uh, Andre Harrell. All right. Got that
4: right. right. And we do that because those people, when it was time to perform whatever talent they had, they had to actually go out there and do it. They didn't have synthesizers talking about make it rain your mama and spinning on a pole and rim spinning. They had to perform. And we're on the Royce Glamour Show. Say what about that, Royce? They have to keep their talent alive. That's right. And we do one thing that we haven't done yet, and that's these numbers because it's so important. That we as a community stay in the house, irregardless of what it is that these people are talking about, it's gonna be open and stuff. It ain't nowhere to go, so it, in Chicago at least, cause the mayor's not gonna open up. So don't go. Trying to break off and get your nail done and all of this old stuff. That's killing black folks. That's I, why they even said open up the nail shop and beauty shop. Then they go and want to open up the church. That's kill more black people and religious people. So then Trump is free to go and all us is dead. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. In the world. There are 5,868,856 people with this virus. Of that 5 million, there are 360,475 people that are dead. They are gone. They won't be back. In the United States, you have one million seven hundred and sixty six thousand two hundred and forty three people with the virus. Of them you have a hundred and three thousand two hundred and sixty eight that are dead. They won't be back. Break it down to Illinois. In Illinois we now have crossed the hundred thousand mark. We have one hundred and fifteen thousand. 833 people with the virus. And of that, you have 5,186 people that are dead. It is imperative, it is extremely important that you stay socially apart, distance yourselves. I know it's terrible, it's hard to do and all like that. But if you look at Psalms 126 in the King James Version of the Bible, it says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy.
5: To the Royce Glamour. all right Robin this is Royce Glamour hey I found out I was about five years old I think and I I asked the Lord and I, I, I asked him I said Lord I don't I don't want to die I want to live forever but I found out that everyone has to go no one stays. So what happened to me is that I said is that, if that's got to happen like that. Uh, you have to make sure you do the right things while you're here on this travel. Cause you never know what, what'll go, what'll happen when you leave this planet forever. Royce Glamour next week.
0: Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay home.
4: Peace be on you, King James Version of the Bible. John chapter 13, verse 33, 34, and 35 until next Thursday at 3 o'clock. See (laughs) you.
0: with Words Glamour and Donald Blair on Dusty Radio, a future vision entertainment station. The following program is broker programming, and the contents therein are the responsibility of the hosts, and do not necessarily reflect those of Dusty Radio, Future Vision Entertainment, its sponsors and advertisers. radio stations has been in operation since 2005. This COVID-19 crisis has affected our advertising and revenue because many of the organizations that would advertise their event or business are not doing so since there had been a declared shut-in. We are asking listeners to support the station's efforts to stay on the air. Any amount would be grateful as we need the funds for the overhead cost of rent, utilities necessary upgrades to keep our staff at home and functioning so that we can still provide the best music and entertainment on all of our eight stations future vision entertainment is the next evolution of radio we have several great programs that we would like to keep on the air such as ray neal and the best music of your life the chef greg show evenings with b.o.t smooth groove sundays with dj harris the d curtis randall show and the afternoon ride with Lamont Watts, to name a few. Please make a donation today at to www.gofundme.com forward slash help F-V-E. Harvey, Chicago. A future vision entertainment station.